everybody. Welcome to the Faith and Fandom podcast. Today, we are doing Artist Alley Aftermath Wake Forest Comic Con 2022. This was my first time attending or vending this show. I've heard about it for years from Ryan Scheffler, who is the artist and writer of Jeff the Yeti, the comic strip that has some uh, Calvin and Hobbes vibes. And uh, yeah, I've wanted to try this one out forever. Um, I've never actually intentionally been to Wake Forest as a community either. And uh, I've heard a lot about the seminary there. And I've been pretty close to there uh, with a camp that is right on the outskirts of that area. But yeah, never actually been. And so was pretty excited to actually finally get to go do this one and so yeah let, let's chit chat about the adventure that is a uh, wake forest comic-con 2022 now uh first thing it's about a solid two hours from where i'm at in lumberton north carolina to wake forest and this was at a renaissance center which is kind of like a theater it's also venue spacey. Like it's it's got a good uh, amalgam space of it could be a con scene, it could be a play, it could be a place for a concert, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And uh, but overall, it's got a nice vibe. It's got a fully functional stage in the room. It's got a built-in bar, um, just some cool stuff, and that's in the area right there. And there's also like I don't even know there was like a festival in the uh, parking lot next door, which was crazy helpful. That's also the first con I've done that straight up has, like, uh, convenience as far as, like, shopping and stuff. I've never, um, I never actually left to go buy anything outside of the immediate parking lot, but there was literally a Dollar General and Food Lion in the same parking lot, like, in the same strip. So, if you are running low on duct tape or zip ties or whatever else uh, you might need for your booth needs or snacks, uh, that was there. Also, the staff of the Renaissance Center uh, were very present and visible and helpful. Like, I didn't need any help from them, but like, there was always somebody in like a purple shirt standing there ready to be helpful if they were needed to be helpful. So um, overall as a facility, it was a pretty cool setup with that. And uh, I, I got to say, I'm always grateful for anything more than a six foot table. Because um, it just gives you so much more room to breathe with what you're doing and with what you're setting up. And so was really grateful for uh, that. I think I was either... I think it was an eight foot, maybe a ten foot space, but either way, it was uh, it was a, a pretty decent sized table space set up, especially for an artist price, which was a very fair and reasonable uh, artist alley price um, for a one day show. And so, yeah, uh, first off, I made myself late uh, getting into the place because when I pulled into the parking lot. I uh, got in a Pokemon raid because you got to catch them all. 
and there was a, a legendary raid in the parking lot and uh somebody inside was also raiding and i invited some people and uh yeah started playing pokemon so i set myself off being about five minutes late getting in just because i was playing pokemon and that is 100 percent my fault but uh got in got set up said hi to uh the uh ever lovely karen whitfield uh bat girl bronze age bat girl who is a friend of ours um but one of the first interactions I had once I actually got in the venue uh, was a young lady cosplaying as Princess Zelda yelled from across the room, Is that a Five Iron Frenzy shirt? And uh, then I ran over and talked to her. And um, her and her church were actually running the kids area for the con in terms of like cosplay stuff and crafts coloring sheets just cool activities and by the way uh just folks that run a church or part of a church or you're looking for a way for your church to actually be involved in, in the local con scene this was a really smart idea um like they were compassionate they were kind they were involved with the kids they made everybody show better by investing in the children which made the parents sh be able to have a better show and so uh be about that life uh if you are a church or you're involved in a small group or a college ministry or anything like that uh this is a dope way to be able to actually get involved uh and be part of a con without being overbearing or uh without being scary and um so i just want to encourage you like uh check that out because that actually was pretty impressive in how they actually did that and yeah i i just thought it was a good life choice to do it the way they did um but uh we enjoyed there i enjoy just watching them i say we sometimes so often just because i'm used to not just speaking in the first person with this so my bad um but i enjoyed a lot of just how the show was set up the spacing and everything else also got to see um jeff jeff the yeti artist uh ryan scheffler as previously mentioned i haven't got to see him at a lot of shows lately um man in a long time like i can't i honestly i can't even remember the last legit time that i was around ryan scheffler but he's a good dude um i know he's had some job changes and stuff like that and uh just life being life so uh if you aren't familiar with jeff the yeti uh you should check out his stuff it's out there and uh yeah it's just he he makes some cool stuff and uh was really grateful for just him being him and the whole situation with that so um got to see ryan scheffler got to see karen and those were some of my friends that was you know kind of a highlight of the whole shindig and then uh got set up kind of got started with things going and as things got going one of the first interactions i had was with a dude named marty and uh 
if you check out uh, my Facebook page, uh, Marty is in there uh, because the con actually got a picture of us talking together. And uh, Marty came up and uh, said that he used to read the books, like one chapter a night, the first two books, one chapter a night before he went to bed. And uh, that was just super dope, um, knowing uh, that knowing that like the books have been impactful in somebody's lives like that. Um, I, it just made my day. And then, you know, because his name is Marty, uh, we actually got to talking about social club, uh, misfits, the Christian hip hop group. Um, and I, you know, we, we just had a solid conversation and it was really encouraging to, uh, be able to be there to talk with him, to uh, just hear what he had to say and what was going on with that. And, you know, I was just grateful for, um, I was just grateful for uh, that whole interaction. And with that, and, you know, a couple other things, you know, there was, I'll say this, the entire time was never slow. For a show that size, and I don't, I don't know how to properly gauge numbers on shows and stuff like that i don't know how to actually do that but i'll say this this for it was a smaller show in terms of it wasn't like a giant giant venue and there you know there's 30 ish vendors um for a show that size in that space it was constant traffic in terms of uh just people being present and sorry i was looking up a corn dog and so I made noise on my phone. I'll explain about the corn dog in a minute. Um, but uh, <laughs> I was uh, I, I had a constant you know interaction with people uh, and was able to really just have you know good sales and stuff like that. But also I was able to have good interactions with people and just really have solid conversations because there was a steady flow and there was a handful of times where people wanted to stop and talk. But they couldn't because there were already too many people at my booth. And uh, so they would make a lap and come back to talk. And um, I got to say, that was fun. <laughs> that was fun to see that it was that kind of party. And I was grateful for all the interactions that came with that. Um, but it was cool. I got to see like uh, Alicia Glenn. Uh, and again, one more time, I'm totally forgetting if that's her maiden name or married name because I always mess it up. I'm pretty sure it's Alicia Glenn. Um, they're family, but I keep mixing up the uh, maiden name versus the uh, married name. But Michael and Alicia. I got to see Alicia and her baby. Um, I got to see... Um, there's just a lot of people that were encouraging and that were family. Um, someone brought me a wooden block craft item uh, that says just today and, you know, just to encourage me to focus on just the things that I could for right now. And, uh, and you know, there were people that knew us and, and it is Alicia Glenn. Ha, I did get the names right for once. Um, but there were people that knew us and knew what my life had looked like and what we've been through in the last little bit. And so they actually brought us um, some stuff to be encouraging. Um, Got to just see uh, Lance, who has been a big part 
of uh, my inspiration for involvement in student ministry and stuff like that. And he's had a career change, but he's still doing good stuff. And I'm grateful to see him on his feet and doing good things. And I got to see a good chunk of people that I don't always see in other places. As But I'd say this more than anything, I met a lot of new people at this show, which is, and that, that's the thing, why you do cons in different cities. Because, honestly, a 20-mile difference can make or break whether somebody's actually going to show up to something. And when you can do a con even 20 or 30 miles away from a previous show, you've got a whole different network of people to be able to reach out to, to be able to talk to. And um, it was it was a good show. Like, I'm, I sold out of uh, the Mary and Martha book. I sold out of book three. I think I sold out of book five as well. Um, I sold out of some stickers. You know, I was like, I, I, I had a good turnaround as far as, you know, physical stuff. But the reality is that is just simply um, a way to gauge how many people I was actually getting to interact with. Um, but it was neat. And there were people that came for the kids book. I was just overall, it was, uh, I felt, you know, I, I, I hear this phrase out of Scott Pilgrim, you know, in my head, but I was pleased as punch um, throughout the whole thing. It was just like it was a really well-run show with good attendance. Um, and I got to give credit to the folks at Play for Life Comics because they had a steady volunteer base. They had a steady stream of people involved. Uh, I constantly saw people in the Play for Life shirts coming around just to check and see what people were experiencing and what they were going through and if there was anything needed. And they took care of us really, really well. So, you know, as far as organization and execution, the show was really well done. Um, beyond that, also, the cosplay contest was uh, encouraging and energetic. And uh, the... Uh, local cosplayer uh to my area who's just really dope is the awkward turtle cosplay and um i think i met awkward turtle cosplay initially back in the day because she was cosplaying river song and if you know me you know i have a uh, soft spot for river song and but yeah awkward turtle cosplay yep that's all it is uh serena scott awkward turtle cosplay she hosted um the show she hosted the cosplay contest on stage and she was just um really dope at what she was doing and i was grateful for her uh attitude and uh willingness just to be encouraging to folks and i gotta say there were some really impressive cosplays i didn't take a lot of photos but also i was genuinely interacting with a lot of people and i didn't have a lot of time to just take photos which is you know what that means something good is happening there's a really great giant kilowog um i don't know there's just a, a solid uh array of cosplays all across the board but i had a I had a good interaction and I'll say a couple just interesting interactions. Um, I had more conversations about Five Iron Frenzy, the band, in that one show than I probably had in the last three years of actual real-world conversation. From people that were really big fans of them growing up to people that were critical of direction the band has taken. Um, but it was... I, you know, I wore a five iron shirt because it's a comfortable shirt and, um, 
but it was really neat to have those kind of interactions and actually talk to people. Uh, another thing, and I say this with no negative, so before I even verbalize this any further, please understand, I'm not saying this is a bad thing. But uh, this was my first uh, time being really closely located to a show like within a golf ball hit of a seminary. And Southeastern Seminary was literally just down the street. And so I had a fair amount of seminary students come by my booth. And I gotta say, <laughs> uh, they were body checking me. Um, and again, that's not a negative. It's always good to to feel out theology and to feel out doctrine, especially if you're investing in it and putting your heart and mind into it. But I got more thoroughly checked uh, on my doctrine, theology, and stuff like that by the seminary students than I probably have in the whole decade of doing this. Like, it's the difference between a TSA check saying, just come on by, which is the average customer, um, versus the seminary students were, like, checking every nook and cranny. Like, one young lady, again, not a negative, just thought it was interesting. One late young lady was looking through some titles and stuff and said that some of my things gave off an air of Calvinism. And she was curious about the Calvinistic content of my stuff. And I was just kind of flabbergasted, not in a bad way, just like, oh, you're for real, for real, and you actually want to know what's going on here. And so, you know, it's I try never to slap a denominational label on faith and fandom because it is a thing for everyone. Um, but when I'm getting asked denominational questions, I feel like I'm getting, like, on a, trying to defuse a bomb sometimes. Um <sighs> But, yeah, overall, it was a really good experience with that. Um, and another just really neat experience was uh, the Golden K-Dog food truck. Um, so back at GalaxyCon, if you came by the escalators, heading down into the main con floor, before you even got into the show, there were these giant corn dogs that looked like immaculate pieces of Viking treasure. I mean, they were huge. They were majestic. I took pictures of it to send to my friends. So I've got some friends that love corn dogs. And, uh, you know, it was just GalaxyCon. I did not have room or time to breathe. And I was on a budget, and et cetera, et cetera. And, uh, but, so before the show really started or maybe as soon as the doors open Brandon who runs the show came and you know asked me if I would be willing to move my car and it was very polite very you know above board um, because he needed a little extra room for the Korean uh, hot dog food truck which was the Korean corn dogs um, and if you don't know what that is I'm gonna uh, tell you the Facebook page and everything for it um, but they're the best corn dogs you'll eat in your life, most likely. Um, and they would do things like half the corn dog would be all meat, half would be like a giant fat mozzarella stick. Uh, they would dip the corn dogs in like Cheeto stuff. They would, um, the corn dogs would be rolled in fried potatoes and have a spicy mayo. I'm just saying these things are bangers and they run like 10, $11 a pop, but I'm telling you it's a hundred percent worth it. 
Um, and so I ran out to move my car and I got to meet Esther who runs the golden K dog food truck. Um, and, uh, with that, just to be able to have a conversation with her. And she was really super sweet because the fact that, you know, I was moving my car, she was just really neat about that as well. So just a good experience the whole time with that. And so when it came lunchtime, I finally made it out there and they were thankful that I was willing just to move my car to make room for them. So I meant just good attitudes and hearts the whole way around. But I will say uh, that corn dog was a freaking banger and it was absolutely delicious. And if you are ever in the Raleigh Wake Forest area, um, I 100% recommend getting a Golden K dog. And I will double check that uh, um, that website link in a minute. I'm browsing through some photos too. And I'll say this, this show is really cool to send people around to actually take photos of all the booths. So if you go to Wake Forest Comic-Con 2022, you'll be able to see some of the photos. And they've got really good close-ups of all the people that were there, um, from the different comic vendors to uh, different artists. Um, uh, Bear Butt, I think, was there. And um, I don't know, man. There was just It was a good, good vibe throughout the whole show. And the attitudes were great. And I was really encouraged through the whole process. And if I had the opportunity to do it again, I would absolutely do it again without question. Um, and yeah, I just, I just really enjoyed the experience. Um, it was refreshing and, um, the people were super, just super cool overall. And I, you know, the whole reason we do this is to be encouraging, uh, to the Geek and Con community, and uh, this gave us a chance to truly be encouraging to that community, but also gave that community a chance to be encouraging to us. And I say us like there's more than one. I was the only one there for Faith and Fandom, but again, it's still weird um, to be the sole person in the entity or whatever. Um, but yeah, I just really enjoyed it, and even so much so that uh, when the show was over, um, that, uh, Esther from, you know, the golden K brought, uh, brought me in an extra corn dog. And I was like, well, this is magical. Um, let me also throw out that, uh, the winner of best in show for the cosplay contest was a Napoleon dynamite that did a fully functional dance performance and told everyone to vote for Pedro. So I meant like people were really committed. People were down for the cause for this stuff. And, uh, I, I just had a lot of good encouraging interactions with the whole scenario. So, uh, play for life comics and wake forest and wake forest comic con 2022 was all around a, just a fantastic experience. And, uh, I'm crazy grateful that, uh, I got to do the show. I am going to be taking a break from shows until, uh, October 1st. Um, I sadly am not able to do um, Craven County Comic Con, which uh, the Brothers Boyd and some other folks had been inviting me to be part of that. It's just not working out schedule-wise because uh, I have to DJ and do a wedding and some other stuff. But uh, So I've got roughly a six-week con break. Um, and personally, this was a refreshing experience to have 
in light of shows I'd had recently. And it's a very refreshing show to take a break on. Like it's it's ending on a strong note uh, to take a little rest, replenish, reorder all my stuff and all that. Um, so, yeah, it was a good show. But if you are in the uh, Wake Forest area, I highly recommend uh, you check this show out if you get the chance and swing by Play for Life Comics over in Wake Forest um, because it, they just put on a good show. Oh, and one thing, one lady uh, was so excited about our TARDIS shirt. Now, I'll be super honest. The TARDIS shirt has been around since like almost day one. And I feel like I'm at the point where it's about time to retire the TARDIS shirt because people don't care as much about Doctor Who as they used to. And it's an old design. And But then this lady came by and she was so excited about this TARDIS shirt and it made her so happy. She had, it made her entire day, which made my entire day. And she even put the shirt on standing right there at the booth. And so, you know, it was there were just some really good interactions. And um, I know that... There's been some people that have followed up on the website and buying books and stuff like that afterwards. So I really hope it could be an encouraging spark with that. So, uh, yeah, that's that's it for like I have no qualms or beef or concerns with how the show went. It just went really really well, and it was overall just a good blessing uh, for of a show to do. Um, so before I dip out of here, um, and considering that they are probably won't be another artist alley aftermath until uh, the first weekend in October, uh, as I'm going to Hickory Comic Con um, the first weekend in October, October first. Um, uh, let me just take a moment to thank our Patreon supporters, and our Patreon supporters uh, donate on a one-time or monthly basis to help cover fees and stuff like that for shows, travel, gas, booth fees, hotels, replenishing merch, stuff like all that. And uh, it just makes a big difference, and I'm grateful for them. So let me uh, give a shout-out to uh, Candace Davis, Jay Sheed, or Shied. I don't actually know how to say your name, um, but I'm going with Sheed. Um, Jillian, Jason Crutchfield, Mike Perna, Todd Turner, John Jacobs, Zach Harris, Caleb Grimm, Jeanette Skaggs, Chris Poirier, Chris Cook, Jason Bullock, Christina Ray, Sarah Lewis, Patrick Gale, Rebecca Godlove, Adam Davis, and uh, uh, just a also a special shout out to Stephanie Schwann. Uh, she's currently not one of our Patreon people, but she was an OG Patreon person, and I really appreciate her and all that she gave specifically. So by name, I really appreciate you, Stephanie. Not, I don't even know if you listen to this, but, you know, you're appreciated. Um, and, yeah, uh, we'll be at Hickory Comic Con in October 1st. Um, and we'll be at uh, Empire Comic Con towards the middle of October. And, um, yeah, keep an eye out for where we'll be. I also have an author event on September 10th in Lumberton, North Carolina at our local library and just keep an eye out for where we're at with what we're doing with faith and fandom but just know that you are appreciated and i just want to encourage you that uh whatever you do do it with your whole heart and let god use the things that you're passionate about to be an encouragement to you and an encouragement to others bye <music>